Hey guys, I'm Lydia. Hi, I'm Jesse. And I'm Adam. Let's talk Hoya. Hello, everybody. Annyeong. Hola. Welcome back. Hello. Hello. So I'm going to start off by apologizing for my husky voice. It may sound a quarter octave lower than usual because I'm recovering from the ick. Yeah. I kind of like it, though. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I yeah. mean, it sounds like, normal to me. <laughs> oh, maybe oh, I can tell so. there's some stuffage. Oh, yeah, I can't. So then again, I spend like 65% of my life with allergies. Tis so. the season. And it's because Lydia was out in the whole world. We were out in a Disney together. Yep. And, and I didn't take my parka. You, can, you didn't take your parka. I got so cold. That really did me in. I think it's a mental thing though. Because I remember you being like, it's so cold, I'm going to get sick. Yeah, you I did that I think you rolled it on yourself because I didn't get sick. It. No, whenever. And we were literally in the same hotel room. I know. Yeah, you guys Sharing the same toilet. You guys slept <laughs> with the same cockroach in your pillow. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's just multiple things. It's the fact that I didn't get a full eight hours of sleep a single night, which is fine, which is great. I about to say, don't you live like but, that? <laughs> no, I always get eight hours of sleep. And then I got super cold. Whenever I get super cold. I know I'm going to get sick. And then can and then you, you forgot your vitamins. I knew as soon as you said that, I was like, oh, she's yeah, going to get sick. I know. I did forget my vitamins. <laughs> I did. And then the amount of germs I probably consumed with all the lovely food that I ate. Cue to Lydia texting us at 2 a.m. almost like daily. <laughs> I swear she gets eight hours of sleep. <laughs> I really, I really, I really did myself in. But you know what? Worth this it. is the first time I have come out to the real world since we came back from Disney. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I, I stepped I, out of my house. <laughs> I wish I could have been like that. It was, I definitely needed to recover from that. So. We're too old for this. Okay. But this is the final episode of our Hoya Leaf series. And hopefully you all have been enjoying this series because I know it was requested by many of our listeners and today since we've already talked about the thick and the thin really that's all that's left are the little weird ones out there the weirdos which are some of my favorite i would just say and as a self-identified weirdo in life it's mi mero mole it's right where i live Oh, me made a mole. <laughs> I thought you were saying I have a mole. Like you need me to check your mole. No, me made a mole is like, it's like, it's exactly my role. Like it's exactly my thing. But mole is food. Like it's, it's exactly my type. I don't know how to explain it. So then do, what is, what does the word mole mean? Mole is food. It's the food that the sauce that Mexicans make. It's like chocolatey. But then if you use it in a sentence, what does it mean? It's like saying it's just my size or it's just my thing. Mm. Mi mero mole. Like that's the expression you It's say. like an expression. Okay. okay. Mm-hmm. Nice. So yeah. So this is all the ones that, you know, you look at it and you're like, huh, I would have never thought that was a Hoya. Like that's so weird. Um, or even ones that have some more unusual characteristics that we don't usually see on Hoya. And so we're going to chat a little bit about our experiences with them, different species, varieties that we've had, and give you all some 
wonderful tips in this wonderful new year. Wonderful. (laughs) What are some examples, just to paint a picture for our listeners, of some more unique or weird leaved Hoya? Okay, well, the first one that pops in my mind is Hoya Rotusa. Mm. That's immediately what I go to when I think about Grassy like Hoya. Yeah, I love that Hoya so much. That was the first way that ever bloomed for me. I got one bloom from it. And mine rebloomed this year when it, it went from fall to winter. I got quite a few blooms on it and I was just so happy to see it because it hasn't bloomed since probably that first year where I gave you a piece of it. But yeah, Rutusa, because it's just, it doesn't look like any sort of Hoya out there. And it looks like the end of like a bone, like a cartoon bone. Mm-hmm. I love it. What about you, Jesse? I immediately thought of Hoya Undulata and Hoya Verstigii. Oh, Verstigii. Okay, unpopular opinion, but Verstigii, the more mature leaves, sometimes remind me of like a green mealybug. I could see it because they're mm-hmm. so like visually fuzzy. Like you don't even have to zoom in on that. But then like the waviness yeah. to the foliage reminds me of like yeah. the outer edges of like a mealybug. Yeah. But mm. generally, anytime I think of weird leaves, I think complicated plant. Mm. Really? And that's like a rule of thumb for me personally. <laughs> <laughs> and honestly, though, I have to say. Loki agree. I feel like some of that does hold true. Not for all. I think it's either like in my personal experience, it's either they're super, super easy or it's on the complete opposite spectrum and it's super, super difficult. But one that I can think of is like the Aspartuides. Yes. But isn't that not leaves at all? I know that's why I was going <laughs> to yeah. be like, well. See, but Hoya Aspartuides. <laughs> well, actually. We read each other's brains. <laughs> I thought it just never had any leaves, but they only have leaves when they're like less mature. So Hoya Spartuides, if you ever get one that's grown from seeds, it does have leaves. Mm-hmm. And then the leaves will eventually fall off and it only continues to grow peduncles. Yeah. Which is which is really interesting. And that is very interesting. But I guess it makes sense because usually when you grow seeds, like we all had those experiments in high school, well, elementary school where we grew green beans, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. And you always have like those first two leaves that come out. And they usually die pretty quickly, but they're just there to like really jumpstart the plant. So I'm yeah. guessing that's what Spartuides does. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But what are some of our, should we talk about some of the ones that we feel like are really easy, like interesting leaf foliage, but has just always been a really, really easy growing one for us. I'm going to say Hoya Undulata. I roll. So, I roll. Okay, you, you but really remember the great remember the great death of Angelata one was that 2020 2020 2019 2021 because oh. I just we just oh, yeah. yeah so are we really gonna say yes because literally hmm. that thing has dried out so many times to the point of like death yeah that wasn't the death that was a murder. Yeah, that was a that was a murder. That was death by a thousand, a thousand cuts. Had Steve not. <laughs> Turned off the air conditioning in the middle of Arizona summer. Yes. Well, all the other Hoya made it. So wouldn't that be classified as finicky? Well. No, because there are plants that I have given <laughs> their like, you know, their basic needs. Light, water, a little bit of attention. And they still go. And like if Adam does that, everything thrives. 
So, no. uh, yeah, I do see like that temperature was crazy. It's just, but I haven't bloomed it yet. I mm-hmm. would love to bloom it. I would love to see those like yeah, on, in my house, even though we have seen them in April's greenhouse at you unsolicited plant talks. But as far as like, I thought I would had to give it so much humidity. I thought it was going to have to be, you know, babied and it's not, I don't know. Not for me. Yeah. But again, it hasn't like bloomed. So I don't have one anymore. So I tried a ungelata. Oh, I don't know. Maybe almost like six times or something. And they all died. So never again. Never again. Nope. That's on my okay bye list. (laughs) I have one, but it just lives with two leaves and, and like it grows a new one and one falls off. So it's just like, it's my two leafer. And I'm but fine with that. That's true testament, though, because Jesse has had that in Dilad for a long time. I think you've had that for like two years. Since before you had this replacement one. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it moved and everything, and it still lived. And that's one of the ones that I was like, oh, this thing's going to die real quick. No. Nope. Nope. Still around. So some some mixed um, opinions there. Mm. <laughs> I'm trying to think of other like weird leaves. What are some, what's one that you can think of? Well, I was going to circle back to Rotusa because I think Rotusa is just an effortless, very, very easy grower. Mm-hmm. And so. Oh, it's, it really is. I oh, mean, that thing will literally take any environment and it'll be like, yeah, sure. We'll do it here. And I think, you know, especially if you want a Hoya that is going to trail and just continue to grow and give you cute little flowers. I think that's a really good one. But that one does also have a really interesting growth pattern because it, it'll like put out a little bit of a vine and then it grows and it's like a whole cluster of of leaves that grow and then puts out another little bit of a vine and then another cluster like it has a really interesting growth habit too though. Yeah, it's like a, the clustery. It looks like a little firework. But it is, it is a very forgiving plant. And I think it is one that you're actually able to trellis because my Rattusa is sitting on my windowsill and it actually started wrapping around the cord of my blinds. Wow. Which I did not know that it would do. So. Yeah. I wonder what that one would look like on a trellis. I don't know. That's has to be kind of weird. Mm, yeah. But it's overall, you know, kind of a weird looking Hoya. So, you know. It might be kind of fun to try, you know. Yeah. Oh. It would look like a wreath. It would look like it would look like an evergreen wreath, I think. Oh wreath. Yeah. Maybe. So that one's a super easy one, in my opinion. What's another easy one? For me personally, in my collection, <laughs> from my experience, Hoya Parviflora. They okay. look like little spades or like little giant needles. Um, but it like literally it's been a no fuss, no huss plant for me. I haven't bloomed that there are that have gotten several peduncles on there. So I'm hoping like maybe once it matures a little more, maybe it's not the right temperature. I don't know. But, um, I do think that is more of a, like not regular leaf shaped Hoya that grows, um, easily in this little bit of a weird funky leaf because they're they're hard and like i said they're like tiny little spades mm-hmm. i really like it yeah and like mine's like super bushy so it just fills out nice but when you start it, it does look kind of haphazard <laughs> okay so another one that i would say i don't ever want to have but i think it's pretty easy and a very unique leaf shape 
that we haven't mentioned yet is the Hoya Shepherdii. Oh, it looks a little bit like Minibel, a little bit like Kentiana. Um, yeah, I was going to say like, because when I was thinking of weird leaf Hoyas, Acicularis was another one that I was like, oh, that's like a grassy like Hoya, like the Rattusa. And it kind of has those same leaf shapes as Acicularis. But I haven't had the Acicularis, so I don't know how easy it is or not. But Shepherdii will take all kinds of environments and be fine. I just don't like it because it gets too big. You know, yeah. it trails yeah. too much in those leaves. Like I had some of them that were like nine inches long. And people call it the green bean Hoya because the leaves kind of look like a green bean. Yeah, it really does. But that one can really take a beating. Okay, well, let's talk about difficult ones because a Sicularis is a difficult one. Is it? It is. And the leaf, there's like different varieties, but the leaves are really interesting. They almost, it almost like curls into itself and it almost looks like a smaller green bean like super skinny smaller green bean um but that was never an easy hoya for me because i've had a few and they died and the last one that i had i I ended up giving away to somebody but it is it is not an easy hoya in my opinion by what i've experienced has to have high humidity and low light and when i mean Mm. low light like actually not sitting even on a shelf with a grow light because I found that it scorches the plant or it just doesn't really seem to like having a lot of light. And so I found a lot of success when I was growing that plant, having it in lower light conditions, um, but also cooler weather, mm. which is wow. kind of interesting. So yeah. it seems to be one that needs like all these little special requirements, was super prone to root rot, at least the one that I had was. Um And it would randomly just, I mean, once a leaf started dropping off, like you would touch it and then it would almost be like, you know how you put up a Christmas tree and like a live Christmas tree, if it's like dry, you like touch one of the branches and all the needles fall off. Like that's exactly what would happen. (laughs) And then it would just be dead. But hear me out. Was this pre understanding of flat mites? Yes. Because that also seems like a flat mite thing to me. Because you know how they would attack like the petioles? Yeah. But then then, they would turn like... Would start dying off. Yeah, they would be like yellow. But it would be like a perfectly fine looking plant. And you would go and you would touch it. And they would just all fall off. Mm. And then you would look. And then like the stem would be rotted. And the roots would be rotted. And like the whole plant would just be dead. Mm. After being perfectly fine. Which is really weird. Yeah. The last time that happened, I was like, Mm-mm, I had one more left. I was like, this needs to go. I've never tried it again. So maybe now that I have a little bit more experience, it would be different. Yeah. But that has never been an easy Hoya for me in the past. Well, when I was looking it up, it does have, it does not directly remind, but it reminds me of the Insularis a little bit because it mm-hmm. kind of has like that middle like indentation. Yeah, the indentation is interesting because it's all it's like if you could actually like lift a little bit in that indentation. It happens because it like curls into itself. Mm-hmm. But the leaves at the end, because the insularis is like flat, mm-hmm. but the leaves at the end are pointy. Of the acicularis. Mm-hmm. The acicularis. Cute. So that know. one that one's Maybe a difficult one. I it ha- it was for me and when I was growing it, when I talked to a few other people, they were also having challenges with it. So I don't know what that was, but, yeah. you know, maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> but it was always a challenging one for me. 
I have one. Mm-hmm. Oh, shoot. I want to hear it. Hoya Imbricata. <gasps> yes. I do have one A in my collection percent. that has oh, yeah. been pretty chill, but I've killed like 500 of them previously. And I just have never met someone who's like, that is the easiest plant to handle. Okay, but did you guys see somebody who listens to our podcast, I believe, had oh, yeah. talked about how they attached their impricata to a terracotta pot? Mm-hmm. And yes. she posted, or they had posted an update recently, and it is growing beautifully. Yes. See, the one at the Tucson Botanical <sighs> Garden was like wrapping around a terracotta pot but it was in a very high humid environment i just wouldn't be able to provide that here the one that she posted or they posted like even turned the pot around and was like showing it off and the leaves are just so much bigger now and they're just suctioned right onto like that pot and it looks so pretty it really inspired me to like want to try it i need to find that photo but the last impricata that i had it died a tragic tragic death so yeah but if, if you haven't seen an umbricata before i highly recommend googling it because um people who do mount it they're really like cute little disc looking leaves that kind of attach like you little ufos and then the one that i have is not mounted so the leaves kind of fold over like a taco mm-hmm. um and that's why i think like they're little weirdos but they're so cool i like, constantly keep replacing it and like wishing this one will live yeah they are just yeah. seeing like even when you see wasn't it in hawaii that you saw a similar plant like that and it was growing up one of the tarot carp trees mm-hmm. didn't you post a picture like that when you were there last time yeah it was a dischidia though but it does like grow similarly they just get, covering like, the size of like little plates like salad plates mm-hmm. that's insane insane but cool yeah it's that would be cool like if i had a place where i could have that outside i would love that you know like nice humid i bet yes. like jonathan hawaii could oh, oh yeah <laughs> better grow me an imbricata there goes the challenge for you <laughs> what about you adam what's a difficult one that you can think of insularis sometimes seemed easy to me like mine was just thriving peduncle after peduncle bloom after bloom after bloom um and then it just like stopped for no reason it never had pests on it and it just like never grew from that point on and then all the leaves just started slowly turning bright yellow and falling off i did manage to take a prop of it i have it on my shelf again that one's growing it also has a new peduncle but like I'm a little scared. I don't know what caused the issue with the first one. And then remember, like as security, we took all those cuttings. mm -hmm. And they literally all died. (laughs) That one. Yeah, that one is so difficult to prop. But the thing is, maybe it just doesn't like humidity. Okay. Funny thing, though, is I have an Solaris and it was sitting out on my shelf at Ambient and it was just not growing really well. So I moved it into my grow tent. That's like 90% humidity. And bam, like that next week, it started growing really? leaves. Yeah, I don't know. It's, so a, I don't know, it's a tricky like, one. Yeah, it, it seems to be temperamental, which the funny thing, though, is when it was in ambient, that was the first time it bloomed. And then after it bloomed, it just never did anything again really? after that. So then I got paranoid because we all know what happened to yours. <laughs> and so I was like, okay, maybe it needs to be babied a little bit. So I moved it 
and now it's growing again. Yeah, so mine, I don't know. Mine declined. Well, it didn't decline fast. It stayed pretty fine for a long time. And I even like emptied it out to see if they had root mealies or anything and it didn't. So I don't know what the heck happened to it. So I finally. He eated it. I got rid of it. Now you have. And Solaris Jr. here. Yeah, so I need to take a security cutting of that. But that that one that I have on my shelf, I propped in Ambient. I just put it in that pot. I put the two-leaf, one-node cutting in that pot, and it grew. So, Just yeah. so weird. It is weird, because I usually don't have issues with propping things. But that one, I don't think any of those props made it. No, not a single one. Even one that we thought, like, oh, look, we see some roots. And then remember, like, we touched it, and then the leaves all fell off. Yeah. Dang. I'm yeah. telling you, that's how it was with the Sicularis. You just touch it. <laughs> <laughs> you just touch it and then fall. They must be cousins. Well, I mean, I mean, ours, they are cousins. Yeah. But <laughs> I can think of another one too. Ooh, Go for it. Want to hear? Hoya Susie Q. And I've never owned this. But oh, Carnosa Susie Q. I've seen Adam own it, and it grows, but it's not one that's like. Like Lacunosa speed and like I know at the beginning you weren't sure why it wasn't growing. So I feel like that's one of the and it's got the little funky leaves going on too. Yeah, it does have cute little leaves. Yeah. I mean yours though grown. is like mine, yeah, like trailing. Yeah, it has grown, but yeah, not that's been a while since you got yeah, that cause one. Because like, I was like way before you were in the green plant. Oh yeah, like wow. Like three years ago, maybe. Yeah. It does yeah, you're right. It does not grow like a lacunosa would grow. Um, it's like slow and steady. And then some of the leaves started to get real big on that one, like real big, almost looking like a um, like the rubra. Ooh, yeah, which is kind of interesting. What's another one? Um, that's difficult. I don't know if I want to say it's difficult, but I'm challenging. I'm gonna say the Hoya compacta. Oh, varieties now. Mine grow well, mine have grown well, but they're just not known to be like pop off. Super fast, prolific, yeah. 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 So it's going to take a while. It takes definitely some some time, but then there are some varieties of that. Like my Mona Loa is, mm, I don't, that's not like zipping with, you know, growth. And we all know the Jody Silver is like impossible, it seems to grow, so... Mm-hmm. No, that's true because I mean, if you have like a full big basket of Lacanosa, I mean, it's cool to see, but you're not hem hawing over like, oh my gosh, like how did that happen? Because I mean, honestly, if you just grow your Lacanosa for like a year, it's going to easily become a big full pot. But like a compacta, when you see somebody that has this like big, beautiful, lush pot of compacta, like you know that took so much work for that plant to get there. Oh yeah. So no, I agree. That's it my takes, stepmom. She has one that's like time. hung up near the ceiling, and it's just like ropes down to the floor. Oh, I and have like, two compacta, and I cannot wait for the day that no happens. No fertilizer. I'm pretty sure it's just. I think it's probably just Miracle Grow or whatever. Oh my gosh! And how it's just like I dump some water in this every like once a month kind of thing. Wow. Which is maybe impressive. It's, maybe but. it's the the cat germs in the air. That's not, not my my stepmom. Oh, my, mom, my mom. bad. How dare you? Do they have a cat? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like maybe it's still the cats. Didn't say that.
Hello, Let's Talk Hoya family. We want to take a moment to share the exciting news of our official launch for exclusive content, aka Peduncle Pals. Through your support, we will be able to keep this podcast going, but also connect with all of you listeners in a more meaningful way. By becoming one of our Peduncle Pals, you'll gain access to two additional After Chat episodes a month, some listener shoutouts, special events, and our exclusive Facebook group. We can't wait to continue to grow this Hoya community with you Peduncle Pals and hope you join us. You can subscribe via the link on our show notes or our Instagram bio. We're so happy you guys have been joining us to talk about Hoya. And this podcast is truly a passion project of ours. And we're just excited to continually grow this community of you lovely Hoya people. And if you've been enjoying our episodes recently, we would love to hear from you through a positive review. And I know we say this a lot, but they do mean the world to us. And your reviews really do help get us into other Hoya lovers' ears. And it helps this podcast grow. You can also follow us at Let's.TalkHoya on Instagram, where our show notes are linked in the bio. But if you're not an IG girly, you can find our show notes in the description of each episode. Now, let's get back to this episode. The one that I've talked about before was Hoya Yves Rocheri. Oh, Someone yeah. had told me how to say that that one time we mentioned in the episode and I already forgot. So I greatly apologize. Please forgive me. But, but I love Ferrero Cher. <laughs> uh-uh. We never <laughs> eat a Ferrero Cher ever again. <laughs> we'll tell the story on Patreon. Please join Patreon. <laughs> but um, that one, you know, I got, oh, I want to say it's been three years that I got it. It was my birthday of 2020 that my friend Riley had sent it to me. And initially it was growing so good. And I mean, it's not one that's like popping off like a Lacanosa. I feel like the pace is more of like a Carnosa Suzy Q, but it was growing. It was steady. I kept it in the exact same spot. I checked it for mites. I checked it for every pest out there. Nothing was going on. And all of a sudden it just started dropping leaves. And mind you, it didn't have very many leaves to drop. <laughs> and so I was like really, really concerned. Well, we, ain't a, we, ain't got the, we ain't got the numbers, ladies. <laughs> and so I ended up moving it to a different cabinet. And it took like a solid six months for it to just, just do something again. Thankfully, it stopped dropping leaves at that point. But now she's just like popping off again, like three new vines going. Mm. So... I don't know what the magic is. Like I haven't, I literally haven't done anything new to it, but mine does sit in pretty high humidity. It's an 80% humidity. I don't have it under like a direct grow light. It's on a shelf with a grow light in the cabinet, but it's like furthest away that it can possibly be. Um, and it just sits there and it's happy. So I'm not going to do anything to it and just leave it alone. But yeah, I, I really thought I was losing that plant at one point. So but it's really cute. It has these small, skinny, pointy type of leaves. Um, very unique. I mean, really, I'm holding on to it because I want to see a flower, but I've never got a peduncle, so I'm going to keep on holding out. <laughs> so um, when I was looking that up, because I, I like to see as we're like talking about them, because I just don't have things memorized. 
But Hoya stenophylla kept coming up too. And they look yes. very similar. Stenophylla, the leaves are much longer. Yeah, they look, they, yeah, they do look. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, I had the stenophylla and like somebody sold it to me rooted and like going and like it literally put out like one or two little leaves. And I was like, oh, I did this. Like, congratulations. You're like amazing. And then like quickly died. Died when I went on vacation. Oh, I used to have a stenophylla and I would say much easier than Yves Rocheri. And I know of people that grow stenophylla and ambient perfectly fine too. So definitely worth a try if you're wanting a Hoya with that kind of a leaf shape. The one that I, I had two like little cuttings of it and I had one in the cabinet and one in ambient and the ambient one lived longer than the one in the cabinet. Impressive. So yeah. Wow. Little, little note to self for people who have one. Or we'll acquire one soon. Should we briefly talk about some of the fuzzy ones? Yes. Because there's definitely easy ones. Thompsonii. 100%, right? Literally, I thought that was going to be complicated. I got one last time we went to UPT. Mm-hmm. Still and alive. Still alive. Um, <laughs> but well, literally. You missed a little dance on this audio format. <laughs> It grows new leaves and it's fuzzy and it's like putting a smile on my face every time I see it. Great, great, great. Highly recommend. I remember one I got almost, maybe it was like two years ago. (laughs) That was my back cracking. (laughs) But I got it and it was maybe like three nodes and infested with flat mites and i thought it was gonna be a goner for sure but i got rid of those flat mites and it just went 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 and guess what, what? because we know tom signing is a winter bloomer and i have five peduncles oh on gosh. mine going right now yeah mine really <laughs> took in our environment mine really popped off like january february and then also exciting news there was a random vine that gave me all silver leaves and so i cut that and propagated it is it continuing? Well, I haven't put out any more new leaves because oh, okay. I just recently cut it, but hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> so that one is a very easy one. Yeah, that one is easy. And again, very, very like forgiving. And so unique. I mean, just so fuzzy and cute, you know. And rarely needs up potted. Like that yeah. one has been in that three inch pots its whole life. Yeah, and it's cascading and thriving. There's not even roots poking out of the bottom. So it's just like whatever. Same. I've had mine in the same three inch pot since I got it. And there's no roots poking out the bottom and it's just growing perfectly Mm -hmm. fine. Like seamless. I do love watching that one grow because a lot of the times when it grows, um, it puts off a peduncle. Now we have all experienced a lot of Hoyas that put out peduncles and they just never flower. Mm-hmm. And so like, yeah. that's what the Thompsonia did, did for me for the longest time. It just would put out a bunch of peduncles, but they wouldn't do anything. But when they're growing akin to the Hoya, what's the circle one? Matilde. Matilde. Yes. Thank you. Akin to that, like when it's growing the peduncle on the new vine, like the peduncle's there and it's kind of long and then the leaves are starting to form and it looks like a little elephant trunk and like the little tiny elephant ears because it's like the peduncle and the ears. I love that. I just love how fuzzy they're because I feel like when it's first coming out, like all the hair it's ever going to have, it almost looks like it's all shoved onto that tiny little 
leaf that's coming in and you don't even see like leaf you just see the fuzz and it's so freaking cute it makes yeah. me think of horton here there's a who <gasps> oh i yeah. so every time that. a new leaf grows online i think of that movie we are the who's we are the who's on oh, somebody's little, little dandelion anyway <laughs> did you guys know that the milky way galaxy <laughs> The Verstigii, I know we already mentioned that, but that mm. also when it has the baby leaves is so furry. And also the adult leaves are very furry. Mm-hmm. Visually like. I love touching that plant. Yes. Okay. I'm like looking at it right now and I just want to go over there and touch it. I have a problem. So before we went to Disney, I didn't flush any of my plants. I just topped them off all with water. Ooh. And then I got sick. And so now... It's been, and then before that, I didn't move my Brustigii because a vine was growing up the, up the shelf. And I was like, oh, that's kind of neat. Well, in that time that I hadn't checked on it, it grew so much to the point it intertwined into, um, a a lamp light and there's new leaves growing on every single node and I, I can't do anything about it. Why? Because I can't take it out because then the new leaf would cut off. Oh, so it's like that. So it has become one with the shelf. So today I had to take a Tupperware container to the shelf to flush the plant. Yeah, we always we all have those, don't we? And then I take a broom pan (laughs) to guard the water from splashing everywhere because I had to still spray the leaves down. It was a whole fiasco. Yeah. All to not disturb the plant. Because, but the leaves are so cute. And what if they come in like huge, ginormous, adorable? Yeah, like that new leaf that's yeah. over there. It's pretty large. So mm-hmm. I just, I'm just letting it do its thing, which is not my usual, um, you know, not my usual mo because I've been letting my plants go wild for a little bit of time, and now I've all reined them back in. Yeah. yeah. But that one, she's just gonna. I think she's earned you know, it. She's yeah. earned special diva treatment. But I think it's gonna be cute because on the most bottom shelf, and it's going all the way up the shelf into the little light so yeah i mentioned to adam when i got here that i was really glad his is growing because mine is currently demonstrating what it would look like when it's dead <laughs> and it's that hurts dead. hold on so wait, because we all have that, that plant because that i purchased it, is it dead no it's just like it's like it's really like what do you call it when actors like live their character it's a oh what is that called it's, it's giving like, no no I want to say character acting. Is it character acting? Something no. like that. But like, you know how actors do that? That's what the Vestigi in my house is doing. It's really like living. I died three weeks ago and I still watered it. Like I, my nickel Saunier and that one are still in their pots, even though they're probably been de- dead. For a long time, I'm still did watering them. Did it just them. hurt for you to say that right now? Yes, it really did. I, I'm still watering I, I them. Heard I'm, a stutter. I'm pretending they're alive and like they're gonna. It's just winter. They're like off for the winter and they're gonna give me leaves in the oh, summer. They're I have off it for you, yeah. even though for I know. Winter. I do know that our audience is probably like, "This is what it is." Method acting. Yes. Method, method acting. acting. So it's a, it's a good method acting. Yes, huh? it is really good. You're playing a zombie. Yeah. <laughs> And that hurts so much because I know how much Adam invested into like rooting it for me, like getting it going. I don't know what happened, guys. My nickel Sonia, I literally posted it one week, like full bush thriving. And then the next week I watered it and every single leaf fell off and it's two sticks. That's all it is. It's dead. It's gone. Well, both of those. The NGG. Yeah. 
Both oh, of those plants you purchased. The, I got the Brazilian wax. <laughs> full bush to nothing. Yes. And Adam and I both got a piece of that. And we thank you. Yeah. For your contribution. And I thank you for the return of my children. Um, I'm, I'm cashing in on that. I, audience, I have grown out one, well, quite a few plants for Jesse. But today I was like, oh, hey, here's this one. Um, and she goes, I'd like it to be a little bushier, <laughs> is what she said to me. So I'm okay. like, okay, well, I guess it'll go back on the show. Well, okay, but that's not going to even make a difference because I yeah. remember the New- Nicholsonian New Guinea ghost. We waited for that to be like big, full, lush that way, yeah. before it, you gave it to Jesse. In my defense, it grew a lot so, in my care as well. It did, it did grow it a lot. It grew, it lived, it thrived. It, it also, had a full life. It also died. <laughs> so it had a full you life. You know what? <laughs> Back to the topic. I don't know that our plants are supposed to be having full lives. I so think quickly. I think they're supposed to be having lives. But I, did, I was thinking of another um, plant that the leaves are interesting and, and cutesy and fuzzy. Hoya numerolomitis. Numerolomitis. I don't know how you say that. Oh, numerolomitis. Are you bringing this one up because yours is about to bloom? Yes. <laughs> that one? That one is fuzzy, She's like, okay, you guys are talking though. shit about me. Now I'm going to yeah. tell you. It's thick and fuzzy. It's more like velvet. Uh-huh. It is like It's velvet. more like velvet. Yeah. And now that we're talking really about it, let me tell you guys that mine has five blooms. And the blooms are very cute. And they're very, very cute. They're, they're like a little tiny little bouquet. Have they actually opened? One of them is like, it's like, it's going to happen any day. Like I'm literally going to my house every day checking it. So it's giving life. Yeah. Unlike your other plants. Yeah. (laughs) And she's trying really hard not to squeak or anything because then she knows the pain of editing now. Yep. How, how things change. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, that, that one I think is a unique and it is though. It's very like spoon shaped Mm -hmm. in a way like. Yeah, I had that one. I'm pretty sure that the one I, I have is a cutting it. of the one you had. Okay, well maybe you should give me some back. Paul, do I want to try it again? I think you I do because I gave a piece of Cortland Waters, who is a friend of mine on Instagram, a friend of the pod as well. Mm-hmm. They tag us in a lot of stuff um, when they their stuff blooms, but it's thriving in his care. But mine did not do well. Well, and mine turned woody really quickly. The stems turned like wood yeah they are it's kind of surprising actually because you would think it's more pliable because like tamsanii vines they don't ever get like woody unless it's like mine like at the base base where it's potted is woody Mm -hmm. the rest of the vine is just super pliable and you would almost think numeloides would be like that but no it's more akin to like comingiana because comingiana vines also go woody very fast yeah um, but a fuzzy Hoya, that's not an easy one that I wanted to make a mention to was Hypalasia. Oh, yeah. Hypalasia. Hypalasia, you know, I'm not going to say that it just like dies, but it doesn't just like always grow either. <laughs> you know, my Hypalasia, it finally started growing. And ultimately what I want is those big leaves. Well, so then I moved it from its spot and now it was complaining that I was getting too much light because the leaves are coming in tiny, tiny and getting chlorotic. So then I moved it back to a different spot and it just seems to be a little bit of a diva. Mm. But she's growing. So, you know, yeah, mine took a while to grow, but it has grown quite a few new leaves, but they are quite small and it's probably because mm-hmm. it's pretty close to that grow light. 
Yeah. So I think hyplasia, like if you do a change in environment, it definitely throws a little bit of a fit because didn't yours after I gave it to you um, or you took it out of the, out of the propagation box, it dropped a few leaves when it was acclimating. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So definitely one that'll probably drop a few leaves when it acclimates, but I've seen people grow in ambient, so you can do it. Mine's grown in humidity. Not that it's growing any better. So, but it's alive. Yeah. And I definitely think it doesn't need a lot of light, but a little bit of a diva, but rewarding one day when it blooms because the blooms are really pretty. Yeah. If it ever blooms. If. if. Because April has a really big one and hers, last time I talked to her, hasn't bloomed yet. So, but also a finicky shipper. So a lot of things. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of cons for things. that one. Yeah. But it's so cute. You yeah. Know? We love the fuzzy ones. Okay. Should we talk about some weird Hoya flowers to end this episode? Oh. Throwing a curveball? Yes. And I know we haven't like gone too much in depth with like lighting or a pot size or anything like that. But I mean, we really treat them the same as we do much of our other Hoya. And we talked extensively about that in our other two episodes. So just refer to those. But yeah, let's talk about some weird Hoya flowers. Yeah. The the one thing I can say, though, is like. I do kind of play with them a little bit more than I do with my other um, plants. <laughs> <laughs> when I do get like. Um, yeah, like your lot of barkii that you couldn't stop touching and it died. I'm so sad about that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I do like tend to like pay more attention and like if it's yellowing, you know, pull it from the light. Maybe watch the watering. So baby those ones. Yeah, I baby them a, a, a lot more because they're cuter. <laughs> but generally just because I know that it's going to be a bit of a challenge sometimes to find them a good spot in my collection. Yeah. Okay. Those flowers. Weird flowers. Ooh. Immediately, the first one I thought of, even though like this is a pretty common. So the Hoya Hushkaliana flowers, even though everyone says they stink or they smell good or they're strong, I cannot smell them. But those flowers are very dyshidia to me. Which if you're curious, they smell like butterscotch. Yeah, they smell like butterscotch. But they're little two. urns. They're Ursulot. Is that Ursulot? Or, but they look like little urns. Mm -hmm. They look like dyshidia flowers to me. But that's one of the weird flowers that I've experienced in my collection. Oh, we're only talking about our collection? Well, ones no. That we actually, so we're only talking about ones we actually bloomed? No, no, <laughs> we're not. But that's just like, because I know that there's probably a lot of weird flowers out there. Like there's a lot of weird leafed Hoya that yeah. we didn't touch on. Uh, so mention it on Instagram. Yeah. Tag I immediately us. thought of Hoya Discipule. Because that's the one that looks like a little whisk. Like the whisks. The flowers. Yeah. 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 And I've not bloomed it. I don't have that plant, but I... R.I.P. to mine. Okay, never mind. Lydia won't bloom that. But <laughs> if any of our listeners do have it and have bloomed it, send us a picture. So we can be like, this could be you. <laughs> I think Wendy's bloomed it. Wendy bloomed it. Because she posted oh, it recently. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. One that I'm really hoping to bloom in 2024. Oya and Oh, yeah. Yes. Though they're almost like they're they're almost like a urn shape like the hushkliana, but they're not as closed. I would say they look more like a bell. Yeah. Or almost like little balloons. Yeah, they're so cute. These round, beautiful, delicate yellow balloons. And I really, really hope to see them 
Okay, what's another one? Um, weird Hoya flowers. Insularis is always going to be a weird flower. Yes. You know, I still can't get over the fact that that is a Hoya. Yeah. yeah. Like the leaf, the flower. All of it. Yeah. yeah. It's, I don't know of many Hoya flowers that look akin to that one. I'm sure there's some mm-hmm. out there that we just maybe don't know about. But that one is just so weird. It's like tubular. Before they open, it looks like a... What was that? Pigs in a blanket. Yeah. The way that they all like face each other, like they're in a meeting or the Spider-Man meme where they're all pointing at each other. <laughs> like, yeah, that's how it is. Just very unique and how it the whole thing. Yeah. And then I always have to tell myself they know it's a Hoya because they DNA tested. Yeah, it. that was really recent too, 2020. right? So it's like it for sure is a Hoya. No matter how much we're like, is it? Yeah. Because even the scientists were like, eh, and they tested it and it was. <laughs> Maury Povert said, you are the Hoya. Yes. <laughs> uh, uh, any other weird flowers that you guys can think of? I have to say Hoya Papashonii. Yeah. Because they're not cute. No. <laughs> they're nothing special. They, except they do self-pollinate. Yes, except they self pollinate which is the weirdest thing so that is special i guess that is that does make it special if you want to try some seeds the other hoya though is hoya many princess which i don't know those flowers look so deshidia-esque to me in so many different ways Mm -hmm. but that one also is reported to be a self-pollinator Really? Many princess? Yes, many princess. And so. again, I know we mentioned it earlier, but the spadix spartaroides. Spartaroides. Interesting flower just because of the anatomy of it being all peduncle. Yeah, long peduncle. And then it puts out a teeny cluster of flowers and they literally only last overnight and they fall yeah. off. Which some varieties of that is also self-pollinating. You know, I know that... We started out doing this hobby all for foliage, but I gotta say, like those flowers on Hoya is just there's just nothing like it. No, that it really, really is. It really is a beauty. It's kind of it's fun to try to to get that and to figure out how to get them to flower. Absolutely. Yeah. So yeah, that was our wonderful three part series on different types and kinds of Hoya, how we care for them, different little tidbits about them. And we hope that it started out your 2024 with some new information and inspiration to care for your Hoya for the rest of the year. Nice. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Uh, But please tag us, tell us your favorite weird leafed Hoya, because I know there's probably tons we didn't talk about. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So we want to see them. We need to fill out our wish lists and again weird is a positive yes attribute to me the weirder the better because <laughs> at the end of the day none of us are normal we are exactly. all weird there is no normal okay speak for yourself there's no <laughs> normalcy you're literally the one that has to start the episode we're like yeah. i'm the weird club <laughs> see but i'm cool weird <laughs> <laughs> okay anyway i'll put the shovel away jesse anyway yes tag us in those photos over on our instagram at let's.talkhoya and you can also follow us individually on instagram my instagram handle is at not dude i'm at the greenplant.az and i'm at perritos y plants adios Adios. bye